Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is another episode of DadCast. I am JP. He is Nick. How are you, Nick? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, brother. Looking good today. Thanks, dude. I got the, the champion sweatshirt and pulling the, the JP hoodie out. Yeah, right, right. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's freezing in the studio here now that it's, you know, fall in Oregon. Uh, exactly. Today on the show, man, we are stoked to have an incredibly awesome guest. His name, well, I'm not going to tell you his name just quite yet, because I'm going to tell you he is a musician, a vocalist. Um, I did a little scouring, a little deep dive before we got on the air here on this particular guy. And he said on his own website, he is mostly known for being the guy who sings on Metal Gear, the video games, uh, the music for it. Welcome to the show, Mr. Tyson Yen. How are you, sir? I'm doing real good. I'm doing real good. Thanks, Jeff and Nick, for having me. And yeah, my website just has it all because right now that's the only thing I'm known for. I mean, I've done this whole thing, like this whole career, the long stuff, but uh, right now everyone knows me as the guy who sang that one song in that one video game. So I just gave them what they wanted. I used to actually have a lot of stuff on my website just said, oh, here's all the placements I've done. Here's all the albums I've done. Here's all my credits. But nah, I just broke it down. This is what you know me for. You come to the right place. And Dude, you, you, to talk you, to me. you recorded what, like three songs with Slash from Guns N' Roses back in the day? I like, recorded. Oh, no, I recorded just once. What, just, just one. Song. Just okay. one song. Yeah. Well, and, and that's your claim to fame. But all right. That's all right. It, it could be a whole heck of a lot worse, man. Oh, you know what? I'm just happy to uh, <laughs> still be doing it and still have the time to do it and still have people that are interested. And, uh, you know, now with this whole, like, stuff i have a whole community i have a discord i have social i mean it's just like i have tons of people still listening still engaged and it's actually just kind of growing just started growing in the past couple months so i'm pretty stoked that's good to hear all right so the very first major question we have here on dadcast it's a rite of passage for all of our guests um and that question is are you a dad yes i am a dad i have two boys ages four and seven and uh, they're keeping me real busy um, every morning. It's a battle. Uh, it's a good battle, but it is a battle. You know, one doesn't like the way his socks feel on his feet. Mm-hmm. And the other one doesn't even doesn't, doesn't want to eat breakfast. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it reminds me of that famous meme. Uh, I've never been able to understand or comprehend the fact that someone could get so incredibly upset and have their day ruined because their cup is orange. Oh, right. Oh. It's just, of course, of course, <laughs> so of course. to a dad, to two young boys, man, that's, that's pretty awesome. Are, uh, are there any, uh, possibilities for a baby sister in the future or is this it? We good? Nope. I mean, not unless I win the lottery or something, but no way, man. It's just like, I'm getting my butt kicked over here <laughs> uh, financially. So no, yeah, I, I hear that in, in poor Nick over here. You know, I'm going to Nick tell you if you weren't aware, Nick is uh Nick, you know, go ahead. Yeah. So yeah, we talked a little bit via text. I've got six kids, a seventh on the Ooh. way. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of, a lot has changed since the last time I saw you. Yeah, man. Rest in peace to Wally. Yeah, I think I had like two kids the last time we did something. It's it's been a while. So yeah, yeah, it's just I, I get it, man. Financially, it sucks. <laughs> it's, it, it's rough. I mean, you know, you, you know, I hate to say that because you know having the kids is awesome. You know, the money's no object. But sometimes right. it's just like, well, you know what? I just, I don't even know if you're gonna get yeah. all six, all two of you are gonna get Christmas gifts. I'm sure you have a bigger thing where it's like, oh man. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, we, we put their name in a hat and draw names out and two of them get presents, the other five are just yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> what we did, you know, as, as I mean, my kids are still super young, by the way, I've got, well, one of most of them, my oldest, she's my stepdaughter. She is going to be 18 in two weeks from the recording day of this show. Uh, so she's almost an adult. And I love the fact when they become adults, because in my family, it's always been once they become adults, then you only get to need to buy them one gift. But the littles, oh. you know, you spoil them. That's it. They, right. you know, they get like seventeen gifts under the tree. That's what mom does. She goes oh, nuts yeah. every single year. We save up all year, and then the tree—it's just ridiculous. There's, and she individually oh, yeah. wraps the socks, so it appears as if there's a whole lot more presents underneath the tree uh, when mm-hmm. Santa comes. At least for the, you know, our part. And I need to dig into Jen's playbook here. That's that's genius. It, it, and it's all for that picture in the morning. All that work so she could take that one picture with them sitting in there before they tear into it. And then five minutes later, chaos, trash, houses exploded. And uh, they wonder why one present is a sock and they got to go find the other one. It's pretty yeah. fun times. Well, my kids, what they do is they open all the presents, they gravitate to the one present they actually like, and the rest just get completely forgotten about. Yeah, yeah. And and then, uh, you know, they both still believe in Santa Claus, right? So, you know, I said, oh, he asked for something, and one of my sons asked for the Nintendo Switch. I said, oh, that's expensive. He's all, well, Santa could bring it. Santa, you know, doesn't cost Santa money. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm going to back you up one second. (laughs) What do you mean they still believe in Santa Claus? Are you telling me that Santa Claus isn't real? Because I guarantee you Santa Claus is real, Mr. Tyson Yen. He uh, he has an unlimited budget too, apparently. Yeah. Well, that all depends. Run out of money. Um, I, I've had to explain this to my kids multiple times. Um, it is a geographical uh, situation when it comes to what Santa Claus can bring to them, and also depends on the uh, the, the rotation of the moon. Depending on that particular Christmas and some Christmases, because the moon's over there that particular year, Santa can't bring as many cool things. But some years he can. And, uh, you know, that's just how it works. And I'm like, you know what, you guys, it's it's real scientific and I don't want to get into it, but you can check it out when you're older and you'll understand. And, uh, you know, th- then they know. There you go. And so, and for you too. So, you know, my kids, Sawyer and Avery, I know you watch the podcast all the time. See, I'm even telling you about it on the podcast to my guests. So it's not me making things up. Good stuff, right? So, all right, hey, moving on. Tyson, I'm going to take you back. Okay. It was about seven and a half, eight years ago, give or take. And uh, it was a fateful day, and you were let known in some form or fashion that you, in fact, were going to become a father. Can you recall? that day those emotions yeah yeah it was kind of like holy crap moment i got a uh, the, the, the how it was is my wife got me a book that says uh open it up it's a book it says the, the the book was called dude you're gonna be a dad i'm like oh okay it's like oh all right and all of a sudden you know my uh i just know like everything's gonna change you know like so i just thought i don't know it was like one of those things where it's just like when the teacher calls on you you know you're Right. You're, you're not prepared when you're not prepared to answer the question. The teacher calls on you. He's like, all right, give us your book report. Give us a thing. I'm like, oh, I'm on the stand. You know, I got to do all this stuff. So there's that corner sort of feeling. That was it. You know, um, were you scared? Just, were you excited for the fact? Was there yeah, that was, oh was, shit moment or? Yeah, it was all of it. It was, uh, <laughs> it was scary. It was, it was oh shit. It was excitement. And it all kind of balanced them out to this thing. where just like, oh, yeah, I'm moving into this new spot in my life. I'm no longer. The guy that just kind of moseys down to the bar every day, right? Whatever. What did you do to uh, 
I guess, mentally prepare yourself for the next nine months? Um, I try to clean up my act, you know, <laughs> that's, that's the first thing I try to get a hold of some of my vices and, and, uh, clean up my room, you know, right. Say my prayers, eat my vitamins, you know, Hulk Hogan stuff, brother. Yes. Yep. I mean, I, I had the lessons all this time. I've been watching Hulk Hogan. So I'm like, all right, finally time to put that to work. Are you a wrestling fan? Yeah. Okay. I mean, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to, I'm going to pan well, out just a bit. Wrestling. I was a wrestling fan back when it was called uh, the WWF. Do you see those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Those are actually 100% authentic world championship belts up there. In fact, I got that one just a few months ago. That is the U.S. championship belt. I got it in Las Vegas when I took my son to go see SummerSlam at uh, the MGM Grand. And at the time, Austin Theory, who's wrestling right now, was the U.S. champ, met him, and he signed that belt. Pretty cool stuff. That's amazing. Yeah, I remember watching wrestling when I was a kid. I would rent them from a video store. Oh, I did too, I man. <laughs> oh, yeah, WrestleMania. I'd watch Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, you know, all those guys. You know, yeah, I never stopped, though, unfortunately. I'm just a gigantic nerd in disguise. Nick will say otherwise, but uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I spent all my meat. Oh, yeah, all my media consuming, like, stopped around early 2000s when i just like started like just pl- just doing nothing but playing shows so like i'm frozen in time on the simpsons i'm frozen in time on <laughs> right all the shows you know like i haven't watched the movie in the longest time I'll, I'll occasionally watch a movie here and there but now i'm just trying to catch up on stuff like i'm the guy that that you can go and go like oh you haven't seen that i mean the list is mile long it's it, you'd gasp at the things that i haven't seen so Eventually, I'll pick up all those TV shows and all the movies and all the cultural stuff. But uh, well, yeah, yeah, one day I'm I'm guessing 13 years, give or take, from now. That's (laughs) when your youngest is an adult. Yeah, 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 totally. After right, well, right now after bedtime is when I get the most busyness done. Right. You know, I'll I'll get behind the microphone. I am doing right now. I'm doing a lot of video game covers because that's what the community wants me to do. But I'm working on my own stuff. I'm just trying to, you know, just. Stay Are you also, still doing any of the, the solo acoustic stuff? I remember when you were in Drist, you were releasing, back when MySpace was a thing, you were dropping like solo acoustic things. And like that was some of like the best stuff I ever heard. I'm like, oh my God, this, this is so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, I'm not doing that as much anymore. I'm doing more. Uh, we're working on like a, I would, would call it a metalcore type okay. of album, like just a lot of screaming and shouting, like the heaviest stuff we've done in a long time. Oh, so I'm working with the guitar player from my past band, who's no longer in that band. Okay. So um, we've been working on it. <laughs> yeah, it's our COVID project, but because uh, okay. we were working in the Pro Tools cloud, but now we are have been doing like face-to-face stuff and uh, we're making some good progress. We're pretty much done with the demo phase. So. Oh, sweet. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so backstory on Tyson. So the first time I had Drist come up to Grants Pass, I had a little tiny venue. And one of the members in the band's like, shit's going to get fucking weird. Somebody's going to end up naked. Uh, that, and sure enough, I'm pretty sure somebody ended up naked down at the river. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, uh, <laughs> we yeah, I, I did that. <laughs> yeah, these are one of the vices we were discussing earlier. Yeah, those are the things where I'm just like, okay, now maybe perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it was cold rivers, refreshing, it's good for the soul. Yeah. But yeah, that, that was me. And uh, I didn't have any suits, so I just jumped in. All. What you got to do up here? The Rogue River, right? Yeah, yeah, it was cold. It was cold. It was oh, cold. You are you are now one with the Rogue River and always will be. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So were you in the room uh, for the birth of your first kid? Yes, I was. How'd that go? Oh, oh, it was brutal, man. It was rough. I mean, the, the labor was, was really long time. Uh, it was like about, I, I you know, I shit you not. It's about, it was like four days. Uh, it was a really, wow. yeah, yeah, I mean, it was long. It was a really long time. It was, it was tough. Um, and then, um, there's some complications during they had the doctor had to get the plunger out and uh <laughs> it was just a bunch of stuff that uh it was really rough it was brutal but you know i stayed on my two feet i had my phone out at the end after they pulled them out of course right um yeah it was it was brutal it was it's tiring for me Oh, and you can imagine how it was for the wife, man. Woof. I know, I know. I'm just saying that because yeah. if she was here, she'd smack me in the <laughs> Well, so let's fast forward now just a little bit. Or, you know, let's, yes, what do you do? Do they have much screen time? I'm curious. You know, we always, I like to ask that question from different dads and, and see what they do. Uh, you know, with the, the age of phones and iPads and whatnot, how do you parent uh, when it comes to that? Um. Yeah, they they get too much screen time. Um, to <laughs> they get too much screen time. They uh, what I do is I try to encourage them to have stuff that I think will help them screen time. When I had screen time as a kid, I was playing Mike Tyson's Punch Out. I was playing right. Contra. Uh, my son plays way too much Minecraft, but the thing is, like, I think that it advanced his reading skills much earlier than they probably would have been. He's always constantly trying to read what the what the text messages yeah. says at the bottom. Um, he's, he's, you know, learning how he types really fast. Now I didn't know how to type that fast until high school. So I see, I do see some benefit, but there are some, you know, time waster apps that he does spend his time on, uh, and my youngest too. So, um, I'm guilty as many as, as just as much as other parents allowing too much screen time. Um, but they do have a balance. It's not an alarming rate. Um, they go out and do sports, soccer, baseball. So I'm happy as I'm happy if they have a good balance, you know, it's part of the digital life, and I just make sure to get them outside in some sunshine once in a while. Absolutely. I, I feel like you and I, if we grew up together, we'd be best friends. You've mentioned wrestling. You've mentioned Contra, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. What year did you graduate high school, if you don't mind me asking? 1995. 1993. So there it is, right? You know, same, same, same era. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where do you, where do you call yourself home? Uh, I well right, right now, now where, where are you I, at right now where I live I um, I'm in El Segundo uh, El Segundo California yep, yep. all right so and Cal for those that don't know I'm right by LAX I I could see the planes crossing right over it gets loud yeah yeah that's so it's a great place for it's a great place for a family yeah right next to the beach too right next to the beach um, it's a good little community um, California taxes are kicking my butt real hard though <laughs> but uh, aside from that you know I can't I can't there could be worse places for me to be here. Yeah, so. I grew up in Thousand Oaks, man. I got out about 20 years ago, moved to Oregon, give or take. And I haven't looked back. And I, I do go back a lot, you know, and visit. But then I get on the 405, and it reminds me of why I left. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah, God. Thankfully I, don't, I, I, thankfully, I don't have to be on the 405 that much. But the times that I have gotten stuck, it's it's pretty terrible. It's no fun, man, at all. No Nick, yeah. I, I, we, we talked off the air, by the way, and Nick actually said he was going to take the lead 
on this particular interview, which I thought was amazing because that's very rare, rarefied air. So Nick, you guys just became best friends. (laughs) (laughs) I do that all the time, but Nick, go, man, I'm going to give you the conch here for a little bit. I'm I'm going to sit back and listen like more about what you've been up to since the last time I saw you. Like we've kind of touched on that a little bit, video games and music and, like, so yeah, for sure, man. Um, a dad, like you know, that obviously changed you like so much, man. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I had to really like. I mean, I still have, you know. I feel like, uh, like a, you know, you capture a wild animal and then you have to like get the, you have to put a little domestic in it a little bit. So mm-hmm. I still have those sort of things. I still have those nights where I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know. I'm always fighting it, but I mean, I'm not fighting too much. It's not like I'm, you know, recovering heroin addict or anything like that, you know, <laughs> right. but you definitely have, it's no different from what other guys in their twenties like to party, you know, you still have that urge, that itching, but uh, you know, uh, after, you know, during Drist, you know, we, after like that era, um, it wasn't shortly after that, we got the good, I believe it was the guitar hero placement and that really kind of boosted the band. Uh, but we could never really hold things together. I moved to Los Angeles. Um, just we were just budding a little bit of heads we had some issues so uh it disbanded then um i've been doing so since guitar here i was doing a lot of session work and that's what i've been doing ever since so i've never really stopped doing anything i've always been working uh doing paid sessions but then i started another band um and unfortunately we tried it we, we gave it our best shot we got some great opportunities we played with slash um we played a lot of shows um I don't think we got anywhere near close to like being successful. I don't really know how you even decide, decide uh, how you can say define uh, successful anymore, but yeah, I just wanted to make enough money to live off. Um, mm. And so I could just piss it away. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that didn't work out. Uh, I've been doing session work. And then, oh, I got the Metal Gear gig, which is what my community is based on right now. And uh, and that just sort of started up because uh, it's memeing. Memeings, memes are very powerful, I guess. And they um, they cast me back into the spotlight again. Now I have I, I, my all of my socials from all ends are absolutely blown up every day, constantly around mm-hmm. the clock. And I'm ha- I'm happy and grateful for that. But I'm just trying to manage it in a way that I can. Um, I, I just feel appreciative that people are listening again and they like it. So. So there's not too much to like the in-betweens, you know, had a, had kids and uh, those have been awesome. Um, just trying to raise them right and learn things as I go. And, uh, you know, not too much else. I mean, there's probably things I've missed, but it's it's just so yeah. like, you know, I've been, you know, you, you guys know the first the first six months, eight months, you're sleeping with one eye open. <laughs> Groggy, you're just trying to put the, you know, just kind of hold it together. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, you know, any like any like crazy like my my little two year old is like a daredevil dude is like he'll climb up on the freaking top of a counter and jump off belly flopping on a hardwood floor. Do your kids do that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. I mean, we bought them a trampoline, one of those exercise adult trampolines so yeah. they can actually go from the couch onto the trampoline and jump because we want them to stop jumping on the couch. So we got one of those little exercise trampolines. They love it. They burn out their energy, but they still prefer the jump on the couch. And what they do is they go in the hallway and they do that thing where you like eat your legs on each side and climb all the way up to the ceiling and they scrape all the popcorn ceiling off the top. <laughs> And they, they'll do that for hours and then they're starting to do crazy stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I fully expect to be maybe probably asked to be 
leave my place of uh, living from my landlord soon after they destroy something terrible. Um, There's something to be said about that. When I uh, first, when the, the kids were born, I lived in a, a second story apartment. And yeah. when they were still babies and crawling around, it was great. But as soon as they started walking, all over the place, started getting complaints. And I'm like, I, I, well, what do you want me to do? This is a, a two-year-old kid. And all he's doing is walking, man. So that, we moved to a downstairs apartment. That worked out for, you know, six, seven months. And finally, I'm like, you know what? I got to get them into a house. And it's been smooth sailing ever since. Run all you guys want. We are very lucky to be in a house. We don't have any lower neighbors or anything because they are just constantly running. It's there's no walking. It's a thump 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 thump. All heels on the hardwood floor, just constantly. All my tracks that I'm trying to record have some sort of like eh, screaming in the background. Like blah, blah. <laughs> I'm just like, it is what it is, you know. Like luckily, all the music I'm doing now is super heavy hard rock, so it's just like, it's like you know, it can hear it. And anyway, have you brought them I, in? I, I, I I couldn't imagine not having that like now, like where I'm at in my life now or go back to being single and having no kids running around. Like I'd much rather have a house with happy kids running around and doing all kinds of crazy shit. And this, that's just like, oh yeah, it means so much more to me than what life used to be. Oh yeah. I mean, the way I was, I try to, I'm, the way I was headed, like, man, I don't even know if I'd still be alive <laughs> if I didn't have my kids and family. I've said so. that. I can't tell you how many times I, I firmly believe that I would not yeah. be alive on this planet if it wasn't for the birth yeah. of I my mean, son, who I, is I, now I, 12 I, years old. You know, I was, I was totally, totally going down a path that wasn't necessarily, you know, again, wasn't, you know, addicted to heroin or anything like that. But I, I was doing stuff too often that probably wasn't too healthy for me and just living a lifestyle of who gives a crap. And yep. boy, did that change overnight. Overnight, yeah. when I found out, I was like, "Oh!" And uh, ever since, man, and it's been the biggest blessing of my life. I, I'm so glad those kids are in my life. And I'm so glad Mama gave them to me. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. And and I think the exact same thing. So you know, I've had some nights I look back and go, "Like, man, if I repeated that now, I probably wouldn't be able to hold, you know, maintain very well." So <laughs> right, I can't even. I can hardly even drink anymore. I, I, I have like two drinks and I have a headache before I even finish the second one. It's like, what is happening? Yeah. You pathetic it's excuse for an Irishman. For bed. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to call this thing grandpa cast here pretty soon, Nick. Exactly. Yeah. I try to live it by alcohol now just to the weekends. Yeah, I, I live it to like months that end in. No, they all end in Y, don't they? R months that end in R is when I'll drink. Yeah, I think I that's I just December, that. right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't fuck. I don't know. I, I stopped drinking like two years ago. I think I've got like maybe like once or twice JP seen me drink since we started doing the podcast. Yeah, and, and every it, time he does, he's he's a jackass. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, yeah. He decided it to do it great. on the air though when we we're recording the show. Yeah. Therein yeah. lies the problem. Yeah. Nick, did you put together a fast five for Mr. Yen today? I did, kind of. All right. I'm just gonna Go off of memory. Um, so check it out. Five quick questions. Yeah. I am ready. They're okay. fun. What it, yeah. It's totally fun. No. <laughs> what's your uh, what's your funniest parenting fail? 
<laughs> I can tell there's a bunch then. <laughs> oh, my, 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 okay. It happened like last week. My son just dropped the F bomb and I just, instead of like scolding him, I just laughed. Yeah. Just laughed. And he just thought it was the best thing to say. And he just kept saying it and saying it. So I just kept laughing. My wife's like, why don't you stop? Don't, yeah. don't laugh. Dude, my two year old can use F bombs and proper sentences. And I can't, I, I want to high five him because I can't spank him. I'm like, dude, you're so smart. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was just hilarious because yeah, he just, Good job. Um, you got to record one of those and put that on the gram, man. Come on. I know. I just, I'm so afraid I'm going to get canceled though. Like people get pissed off about stupid shit. Like, yeah, you know, we, we got, so we got it. We, we folded and got the leash for, cause like I cannot keep, if we go to Walmart, I cannot keep him within like a two foot distance of me. Like the little kid likes to play hide and seek and he's really good. And uh, so the last time we went without the leash, he takes off and it took us like 10 minutes to find him. Like he's hiding under a rack of clothes. Just like all of a sudden I hear this, ha, 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 I got you, dad. I'm like, you little fucker. <laughs> yeah, so that must, that must so, have felt like a really long time. It felt like forever. Like I was in tears. I'm like, my wife's like freaking out. I'm like, okay, get security. Tell him to shut the fucking store. Oh, down. I know. Because all you're thinking about is John Walsh coming in and the on afterwards and exactly. the story about how, you know. Yeah, I'm like, I want a Netflix special, but not fucking Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know, right? So, yeah, so we got the leash, and now the little asshole, like, he fucking puts it on, and he gets on all fours and crawls like a dog. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? People are going to get so mad at me. And, like, I had, we had an old lady at the store. She's like, your kid's not a dog. I'm like, he's doing this on purpose. He knows what he's really? doing. Yeah. And he starts laughing. He's like, Daddy, you got in trouble. <laughs> Oh, yeah. wow. Thinking uh, less Walmart trips until he gets a little more under control, man. Just saying. I know. I'm thinking like we're going to have to start doing the pickup and delivery stuff. This is ridiculous. I'll bring it to you. All right. Question two, man. Let's go. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Oh, oh, gosh. There's so many things. That's so hard. I would just say. Let's just agree to disagree, guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What All is- right. Your uh, biggest parenting accomplishment. Biggest parenting accomplishment um, was when over the COVID period, I gave I ta- gave my son a bike riding lesson and he got it on the first try. Without his training wheels, driving around like a champ. I was super proud. I got it on film so he can't go to social media and say, my dad never did anything for me. I did the same thing with my girl. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. When they finally, when, I, when it just clicked and that balance worked for him and they kept, oh, yeah. yeah I, I, it's oh, ridiculous good. how such a simple, simple thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's the greatest day in the world. Yeah, it made me feel real good. Yes. Tim was just another day. He was happy about it. Yeah. But, you know, for me, it was like really big deal. That's awesome. Um, if you could, uh, when you, do you cook for your kids? Yes, every day. Awesome. What's your favorite meal or their favorite meal that you cook? The go-to. They're so, they're so bad. They're, they're so, such picky eaters. My youngest favorite meal is toast and bacon. Ooh. And my oldest son um, just really wants to eat nothing but Lucky Charms cereal. <laughs> Can you blame him? <laughs> it's, it's delicious, dude. <laughs> it's, I think marshmallows, you can't, you can't go wrong. My nine-year-old uh, swears she hates peanuts but loves peanut butter. Weird. Been trying to explain oh, yeah. to her that's the same thing, just smashed. Oh, yeah. My son, he doesn't like cheese, but he'll eat pizza. Yes. 
Pizza's my, made of pizza. My daughter the other day said she's allergic to cheese. I'm like, you're not allergic to cheese, honey. Why? Why do you say that, Dad? I'm like, because you had pizza last night. That's not cheese, Dad. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's well, cheese and pepperonis, Dad. It's yeah. not just cheese. And there's sauce in there. <laughs> so my, my 18-year-old daughter tells me she's lactose intolerant three years ago. And she eats big, huge bowls of ice cream all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. got a tummy ache. You, you know, I feel good. It's like, no, I feel great, Dad. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Call them on your crap, man. You got any more, Nick? Uh, do I have one more? I don't. All right. Like, I got a good one. I got a good one for you. Right. Uh, this is one of the uh, questions I ask almost every single guest on this show. I like to think of it as uh, uh, the question. So no pressure. All right, all right. I'm- Mr. Tyson Yen, if you were able to impart any bit of wisdom or advice to any new or soon-to-be father, what would it be? Sleep when your child sleeps. Every <laughs> chance you can get. You wake when they're awake, sleep when they sleep. You will not survive if you don't do that. Then there you have it. Very, very sound and sage advice from Mr. Tyson Yen right here on DadCast. Where else are you going to get such good stuff from amazing dads, huh? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know we know so you, you kind of covered it a little bit nick earlier about but what is going on like in the next three months in your life as far as music is concerned what what do you got going on what are you doing what do you hope to obtain what i got going on right now is i have a community that is based on uh, people are fans of this one song that i've sang on this tra- uh, game called metal gear mm-hmm. and they all are obsessed with the song it's one song but they think it's the greatest song in the world what song and is that for, for listeners it's called right the now the only thing i know for real uh it's called the only thing i know for real it's from metal gear rising revengeance i have a whole community based on these one thing so i have my audience is now are is now based on like young men between the ages of probably 16 to late twenties. And they just want me to do video post video game covers on YouTube. So I'm covering, I'm going through all their requests. They're requesting all these songs and I'm just trying to get them out as fast as I can. Um, getting a lot of views on them. I'm trying to like sort of like build up a, a successful YouTube channel on that. And then at the same time we're work, I'm working on my, uh, I'm not calling it a solo. It's a project with my guitar player that I mentioned uh, from my previous band, and we're, uh, that's going to be um, hopefully released. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not even going to give a release date because the thing is, we've been saying it's going to be released, right. but we're getting. We're, we're we're actually working on the finished product right now. So we're working on that. We want to get that full album out. Uh, I want to. I want. I can't wait for my uh, current fans to be exposed to it, and then. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's been my sole focus. So I'm up every day. And then then I'll stream, I'll live stream video games because I like playing video games. My fans like video games. I like playing video games. I'm catching up on a lot of video games that I've missed. Right now I'm doing this cool mod game called Cry of Fear, which was a mod from the game Half-Life. I'm doing that. It's like a real scary game. So I'm just streaming that. Um, the next one I'm going to stream is the chapter two from Poppy Playtime. And then I'm going to might. And I don't know. I'm going to take some more requests from. Nice. Other you know, Warzone Two dropped today. I think today or tomorrow. You know, it's so funny. Like those guys in my Discord chat, they yeah. like they'll they'll like talk about me. Like they'll like help me out with my Discord and stuff. And then they the one of them says, "Hell, oh, you know, give him a break. He's forty. Forty. <laughs> give him a break." And I'm like, "Thanks, guys." Right. <laughs> like I know stuff. Yeah, I know. But, st- my son does the same thing. Twelve, but you know, 
It still blows my mind that he's kicking my ass at at, at Call of Duty that I've been playing long before he even existed. My son's so fast at Minecraft. My seven-year-old son, he's showing me like how to do all these things. And he's just like, just, yep. I'm just like, what? What are some examples of uh, like most requested songs to cover from a video game that you've done? Well, obviously they, all the fans want me to cover. They want me to, first of all, they want me to finish all the songs from that game. Okay. It's like 10 or 12 songs. And then after that, I've done stuff from Sonic the Hedgehog, from Shadow the Hedgehog. I've done... I just I just released one last night from a, a Japanese anime I've never seen in my life, but it was a cool song um, uh, called "Night of Fire" from this anime called Initial D. Right. Um, and these are so, actual like worded songs. There's words in these. Yeah, they're songs with actual singers. And what they want me to do is they want me to sing it with like me because they they hear me and they think that I'm the character that's in Metal Gear. So they always, yeah. a lot of them say like, Hey, it's as if that character's doing that. You know, I remember like, it's funny they that people will think that you're this character, like just the same as like, like the Steve Harrell from Smash Mouth. They think he's Shrek. Right. You know? right. Yeah. So, you know, so it's sort of, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's interesting. It's, you know, uh, it's it, cool, man. I, I just, I so dig it because I didn't think I was going to have any sort of interest at this point. I was just like content to just doing my own stuff. And cause I was throwing my own stuff out in the ether, like for a long time, people were like, well, why weren't you doing all this promotion all this time? I was like, well, I was trying to, I was like, my band was putting out music videos. I was putting out solo stuff. And it was just like, I couldn't get his foothold. I couldn't get people to actually stop and listen to it besides, you know, like, you know, people that knew me for a long time, like Nick, you know? Uh, but it's just like, it's tough to really get, traction on these sort of deals and get people to really start building it now things are get every day it's more and more more and more views more and more followers more and more hours watched so that, there you go awesome. it's kind of like mirrors our story too you know it's nick's done a whole bunch of stuff in the past hopefully getting to go i've worked in radio for years and years and years but here we are finally doing this podcast and here comes the traction. You know, this yeah. is what's resonating with people finally. So we take the ball and we run with it. So good for you, man. For everyone uh, listening or watching this episode right now, where can they check out Tyson Yen's YouTube channel? Obviously on YouTube, but what's it called? Um, my so my main hub that you can actually find me at, it at is TysonYen.com. If you go to YouTube, my username is YouTube slash Tyson Yen. Um, so I, I was able to get the the custom logo, uh, custom URL, but um, yeah, those two sources on TysonYen.com. I have the Discord channel, I have the TikTok, I have the Instagram. I don't go on Facebook. I always tell people don't bother, don't bother trying to hit me up on Facebook. Yeah, I saw that in my deep dive. I think you said it's trash. It's trash. It's just nothing but like just terrible, terrible opinions being thrown around. I, I don't know. I just don't like the format. I, I prefer TikTok much better. Uh, because it's, I don't know. It just seems like I run into more positive things rather than, yeah, I wouldn't disagree Facebook with just that. It feels like I'm just always mu- like treading through muck and terrible stuff. Well, you should then- check out, you should do a deep dive on Twitter then. Oof. <laughs> well, I mean, actually, well, yeah, I mean, I actually, I, I started, I started uh, jumping on Twitter more. Um, it's been actually a lot more recently, a lot more active for me, at least I'm getting a lot more people communicating so do you um, find that your youtube channel of all your social medias is the hardest one to grow um yeah it is the hardest 
want to grow up. Well, it's the hardest barrier to monetize because yeah. the 4,000 hours, you know, TikTok, you can get it right away. I mean, all you right. need is a thousand followers, but I mean, unless you're, you know, like doing something crazy, it's, I've, I've been trying to figure out like how to monetize that in a way, but um, I'm trying like more to like, maybe you go like, dive naked in a river again. I'm just saying. Days are over. (laughs) (laughs) Those days are over. I'm not doing that again. That was that was rough. I'll tell you what. You go. I'll go. We'll we'll do like a joint Tyson Yin dad cast. Dude, at least wear a thong, okay? At least apart. We're not going to hug. Yeah, (laughs) it's going to take a case of beer for that. Exactly. I'm in. (laughs) You got to get better first, Nick. It'll take me a half a sip and I'll be drunk. But yeah, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Okay. Well, man, he is Tyson Yen. Check him out at TysonYen.com. That's Y-E-N. And man, you're doing great things and you seem like a a fantastic kick-ass dad. Keep that shit up. Good, sir. Thank you so much. I try. Yeah, we all do. It's a daily, yeah. it's a daily battle, man. But it, as you mentioned, I think one of the first things you said when we got on today was, um, "It's a tough battle, but it's a it's it's a good battle. It's one that uh, you definitely want to keep fighting." Yeah, yeah it's worth it. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, hey, thank you for coming on the show. We much appreciate it for everybody checking out and listening to this worldwide, wherever you are and however you may be listening. Thank you for checking out. We love you. We thank you. We appreciate you. Of course, like it up, subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, obviously sub, hit the bell, do all the things, and we'll catch you on the very next episode. Again, he is Tyson Yen. Thank you for coming on, man. You've been amazing. I appreciate it. Thank you.